Shut up and sit down. Without a shadow of doubt, the most epically overused world in cycling is epic. It seems that anything and everything is epic these days. One, two, three, four. I like, I like, I like, I like, I like to ride my bike. I'd like to introduce you to a podcast with a lot of charm, talent, and wit. Unfortunately, I don't have that option. So instead, you are listening to the Dial Podcast with Matt Lee Grant, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. Tip of the day, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. That said, you know what you've got to do, so go get her done. I got fancy little streamers coming out of my handlebars. I got parts in the spokes that make sounds as it flies the cars. I got lights all around and reflectors in the back. I basket on the front and a really useful rack. But I hate cyclists, bike riders, people who ride bicycles. Does someone need a hug? Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Vondering. I'm here with Lance Friggin' Hepler. Lance Freaking Hepler. Mr. Here Freakin. for your listening pleasure. I did get I did get heckled with that acronym. That doesn't no, surprise the, which me. Which was fantastic. Somebody if yelled. Anyone's gonna if you're gonna heckle anyone on a cross course, Please. let it be Lance Freaking Hepler. Please let it be me. Lance Freaking so. Hepler. And then somebody hashtagged one of my Instagram posts. Hashtag Lance Freaking Hepler. That's kind of nice. Brilliant. I love it. <laughs> to his left, Mr. Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen He's of the internet? He's thinking pushing buttons. She's like, <laughs> don't go nervous. Don't go pushing buttons <laughs> on me. Push. Don't go pushing buttons on me. Put a homer for you. Thank you. Welcome, Matt. Welcome back. Welcome back. How are you guys feeling? Matt, more importantly, how are you feeling? Tired. It's been a kind exhausted. of a whirlwind I feel last like three I or four days I think I've you. gotten like six hours. I don't know. I've been more, a little more than that. Oh, the past like three or four days, it's probably I've probably gotten it almost into the double digits of sleep. Oh, my God. But most, most of the nights are like two, three hours of sleep. And then I got home and I was like, I'm going to sleep so much tonight. And I didn't sleep that well last night. I was like, what the heck? Matt? I slept nine hours last night. Okay, that's good. I'm happy for you. It's not, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not the jealous type. I'm happy you, for you. You shouldn't be jealous because it, we'll, we'll get there. But my back went out yesterday, and I didn't oh. leave the bed for like twelve hours. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is. I was. I'd say some ex- expletives, but yes. this podcast would get you know immediately non Disneyfied. <laughs> non. Yes, I remember our Disney talk. <laughs> we, we need- is this safe for Disney? This is a Disney podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> there have been a few choice words that have slipped through recently. I don't know if you guys have listened back to that. Yes. I, I, I think I catch them all. I'm like, go back and listen. I'm like, like, ice cream sandwich, ice whoops. cream sandwich. Nope. <laughs> yeah, we, we missed a couple, but yeah. you know, so it's all good. There was a couple PG. It well, those PG. are still PG, right? The You caught all the F words. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I think that that's good. I mean, I think that there's... Certain curse words and there's certain things that are worse yep. than others. So yeah, right. let's yeah. just let's just roll with that. We we, we, I mean, we know they can't drop f bombs on like network television, but you, weren't we hearing like 
S word yep. a few times. Yep. It's getting, still kind of getting there. Maybe yep. seeing some butt cheeks and stuff like that. We're getting yep. more liberal. Yep. <laughs> it's all floating. Fun stuff. Um, we've had some people ask if we can just do the backpedal at the beginning. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. What do you guys think about that? We can I, Maybe we mix it up. Like sometimes we do one thing, sometimes we do another. I love to talk about myself. You know something? No soup for you. No, no soup, soup for you, you, folks. No soup for you. Okay. But today we're going to do it. Oh, so. okay. okay, okay. We'll, we'll do it from right, time so to time. Then you do the no soup thing. You got to. Go forward. Go forward. No, after today. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. 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 <laughs> Should we start? We're going to do it today, but after today. You know something? <laughs> no soup for you. There you go. Any <laughs> Seinfeld, <laughs> Seinfeld reference is a good thing. There you go. Feel. All right. Um, Matt. Yes. You've had. I think the most fun one to talk about. Yes. So yes. I'm going to save you for last. Sorry, dude. Okay. Uh, he, he thinks he's going to go. He's getting all queued I'm up. Ready. He's like, I'm he's ready. Posting up. Yeah, I'm ready just, anytime. Yeah. So um, I, I'll go for first. Um, yeah. That's about it. What'd no. you do? <laughs> no, no biking at all? Jake is still on the I must recover somehow uh, phase of his season. Everything hurts. Yeah. I don't know what is going on with me. I've ridden a bike, the trainer, I think once... In the last two and a half, three weeks, I think in the last two months, I've collectively ridden six or seven hours total. That's horrible. Yeah. I mean, that's a bad week for me, let alone a bad two and a half, yeah. two months, whatever it is. But yeah, but you gotta find, you gotta, you you gotta recover. You yeah, gotta get healed yeah. somehow. And I I tried, I tried doing one ride. All right, I jumped on the trainer. I put in this like endurance ride but i I pushed my ftp down so i was basically starting out at a warm-up for like seven or eight minutes at 110 watts jumped up to 180 watts for an hour and then i was like a little couple minute cool down i almost got off after 10 minutes it was ridiculous it, it was it, it was just my whole leg is just problematic it's like Ugh. why is it feeling like it's cramping why is it biting why is it like got this wave of tightness why is it swallowing up there's all of these things and so um, it was a test before I went back in to see the the PT and the acupuncturist, and and they both told me like, yeah, you probably should just like hold off and press pause on that. So, I've been doing five, six, seven hours a week sometimes of physical therapy, Pilates, yeah, massage therapy, acupuncture, all those things, and then that's not to mention like the stuff that I'm doing stretching and foam rolling, and it's still a problem, and I'm getting really frustrated with it. But yeah, I do I have my um, ortho appointment finally. Took forever to get in to see these guys uh, next week, and that will be the next step to getting an MRI to find out what in the world is going on. Peaks but and valleys. Jake. I think Peaks. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. MRI get to Just the to solution. Find out what's going on so you know how to yep. proceed. So exactly, and, and then I think you'll feel better. It's like okay, we have this, we have whatever the diagnosis is, and then you have a plan sure. of attack, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's like when you don't know and you don't have it, it's just miserable. Right. Yeah. So. And not, I, I don't know. Like I start wondering, like, is my whole body just like? fighting against me on something here because it's it, i'll be sitting there and i haven't done anything to my leg and i'll just be sitting on the couch and all of a sudden I'll, it, it just it's this like mild burning sensation and it starts to tighten up on me i'm like what are you doing oh, no. and then all of a sudden shoulder starts to like chime in like oh hey i'm over here still too let's uh you know let's let's do a little complaining ourselves so wow now shoulders It'll come back shoulders are stupid yeah it's all dumb hey derek you know what's always good for shoulder pain what if you lick my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> this is Disney. We just lost our Disney we sponsor. It. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> oh, man. Place that one, guys. <laughs> okay. uh, oh, that's Step Brothers. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say Step Brothers. But that was just a guess because I don't remember that direct quote. Coming to well, a future ride post from Lance Hepler. Derek. <laughs> Derek's the brother they all hate. Step Brothers is such a good movie. Yeah. Like, that's one of the best. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm we sorry. Need to watch I knew that. that right off the bat. We need to get together and watch that. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> anyway, I, just enough complaining from me. I'm just over here trying to get better, and I will hopefully have something to backpedal, I don't know, next year. Next maybe. year. It'll come back. <laughs> Podcast. There'll be time. 300. Yep. Maybe. Uh, he might Beats be back. Valleys. Yeah. So anyway, moving on to bigger and better things. Mr. Lance Hapler, what's uh, up, yes, dude? I raced, raced my bike. bike. I yes. raced my bike a couple of times. I went to Corn Cross out in Boring, Oregon. Uh, race put on by Eric Tonkin and Selwood Cycle. Um, I raced the 50-plus field. I did not get a call-up because I'd missed the first race, and they only call up the yep. first 10 people, which is totally fair, but I was able to squeeze my way into like the third row or something like that. You're like, hh hey guys, hey guys, how you doing? I mind if I pull oh, yeah. the bike right it's in here? It's just like, it's it's aggressive pre-gaming is what it is. Yeah. It's like you set yourself in a position where I can get up there as quick as I can. Anyway, uh, there was it was a big field. It was like 50, 50 year olds, which is fantastic, which is great. Big field. Um, I they blew the whistle. I started off pretty hot uh, halfway through the first lap. Normal. Yeah, oh, this is okay. all normal. But you're going to hear the same story for me 10 I, times this you know, year. You know, what's funny is like we could easily just grab a clip from a previous thing. Um, backpedal for Lance. Yeah, I raced a lot. <laughs> like, started really fast, hard. Started fast. And then I faded. <laughs> that's exactly no, what no, no. That's exactly what happened. So I ended up taking the lead in the first lap by good. by and I led for like a lap and a half or something that's like good. that, which was great. Um a couple of guys were in the field that I've never beat, Rick Metz and Jim McCaffrey. They're both really strong 50-year-olds. I've never beat them. I've only beat McCaffrey on a mountain bike because I'm better at mountain biking than I am at cyclocross, so go figure. But um, it, it, what happened was uh, me and Rick Metz ended up getting away. I'm, oh, cool. I'm following Rick Metz's wheel, and he flatted right in front of me. And I saw, I saw like the, I saw the sealant yep. go spray, and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, Rick, did you just flatten? He's like, yes. And I was like inside going, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like sorry bro sorry. oh man i'm so sorry you're only 400 meters from the pit or something like that so uh it was like a six lap race i went as hard as i could for the rest of it there was a great corn maze that led into a sunflower field maze that went through a berry patch maze it was the course was fantastic it was really awesome. cool better Enough. than years past um it wasn't as much there wasn't as long of a climb this year. So oh. for me, that was better. And the conditions overall were better, right? They've had some questionable conditions over yeah, the years. Because that race has been around forever. It, it's been around for 10 years. Uh, there was no mud. There was no... It nice. was... Okay. Yeah, it was It was hard conditions, actually. Which is not good for you, I mean, actually. No, like... like like firm firm conditions. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's like what I thought you meant. I thought you meant hard. that, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, usually sloppy is better for you. Uh, I do better when it's right. sloppy. That's what I meant. It's more not as fun, but I, but I, I'm more competitive. Right. That's what she said. <laughs> anyway. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> okay, so the firm conditions were very good. So what ended up happening was McCaffrey caught me like on the fifth of six laps, and okay. he kind of went around me. And did I, you flip flip him off? Flip him the bird? I tried to block him. No, I didn't try to block him. I'm, I love these guys. They're yeah. great guys. Everybody's fair. We're all just, you know, having fun, racing yep. hard. Um, and I thought, okay, I'm just going to hold on for a second. And then freaking Rick Metz was yeah. catching me. Yeah. On the last lap, he was putting 20 seconds a lap into me because oh. I'm doing my usual fade, late, late race fade. And he was just like, 
drilling it drilling it and uh, but i was able to hold him off so nice i held him off by like eight seconds Ooh. good job so i ended up second place nice in that in my first race in is that, that one of the field. best you've done in that ra- in that particular race yes right yes so, so that was fantastic it you're was great fit right now i am pretty if fit we're right honest now with ourselves yeah we're, legs are feeling great good um you raced again so then uh tuesday night was the first portland trophy cup okay and it <laughs> The 50-plus field was gigantic. How big? Mm. There was another 50 people. 50, 50-year-olds. On a Tuesday night. In a, on a Tuesday night. Wow. And we started first, and then the and Dylan Wiggins in his field, the Cat 3, 4, 35-plus yeah. field, that had like 60 people in it. Oof. It was huge. He but posted they, a video, and I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I think he just posted it today. Was yeah, that yeah, the yeah. Netflix thing? No, he posted Never mind. I, maybe maybe I'm speaking out. No, not yet. Maybe he let me preview something that I wasn't supposed to talk no. about yet. This is he, something. He, was, it was a race video from okay. Portland Trophy Cup Tuesday night. But um, oh my gosh, there were there were like four other faster guys in this Tuesday night race than than were there on wow. on the weekend race. And so they blow the whistle, and five of us ended up riding wheel to wheel for four laps. Like, like nobody got away. All five of us together. What and were, were the visibility was it decent? Right, like because I know it gets dark. The fifty plus race is at five fifty p.m., so okay. we don't need lights. Nice. Yeah, we don't need lights for the fifty plus race. So that's I think that's why a lot of the fifty plus racers come and do it because yeah. it's not dark and it's a little bit easier. In, in, in at your advanced age, the eyes, <laughs> the, the eyes, eyes start to go. Give. It, they don't. They don't. And, work and, out. and what time's bedtime? Like. 6 30 that's right i was in bed last night it, by eight o'clock you know you've had your dinner at three o'clock in the afternoon so you're ready for bedtime so it was a it was kind of a dirt crit course it was um not a lot of technical stuff and a lot of like longer stretches mm-hmm. but i was able to stay with these guys for four laps unfortunately it was a six lap race <laughs> <laughs> so i, I just I, I absolutely crushed that fourth lap <laughs> So eventually, I just couldn't hold on yeah. after four laps. And yeah. this is like, th- these are really, these are fast guys. And then I, my back started to give me trouble during this uh. race. There were two sets of barriers. I realized that barriers are not good for me. I need to learn how to bunny hop the barriers because... That's going to end very poorly. <laughs> yes, it will probably end very poorly. But um, I need to try to hang on with that. So I ended up, I ended up, I ended up eight that night. So not only did I lose the front four guys, but three other guys passed me because I just kind of couldn't hang with it. So it was pretty crazy. But Portland Trophy Cup, absolute blast. Tons of people out there. You're going to keep were, going. There were big fields. I'm going to keep going okay. as, as long as I can. We'll kind of see how it goes. And I'm just going to roll with it as much as I can. The, uh... The bummer about it was my back started to bother me during the race and a little bit um, pre-ride as well. And then my, oh my gosh, um, I woke up. So this is Thursday. This is Thursday morning that we're recording this, Thursday afternoon. Right. Yeah, it's an unusual recording day for yeah. us. But And I woke up yesterday, Wednesday morning, and I could not stand up again. My back just went out. And this is like really early in the cross season for my back to just go out 
And so that's, that's scaring me a little bit. Yeah, me too, a little bit. I spent uh, a good portion of the day uh, in bed yesterday or on the couch. I couldn't move a whole lot, so it was a uh, it was a bit of a rough go for me. Why did that happen? I don't know. I just I don't know. It'd be nice if you could put your finger on like, okay, I can do cyclocross, but I need to avoid blah blah blah. Like well, you know, whatever it is that's maybe tweaking the back or triggering something. Or if, what uh, I think is tweaking my back is the is the full speed, violent uh, dismounts, right? You're going really fast, and I'm jumping off the bike to get over barriers, and that that is what is kind of okay. thumping me. Well, anyway. it gets to be tricky because you got to. There's certain things that, to do cyclocross that you, you need to be able to do. I have to be able to dismount. Yeah, and the, I want, but maybe there's a way that you can. Not do it at full speed. So look, because it it would be worth it to figure that out and, I, and then drill that. And I can, sh- yes, and I should just temper my expectations a little bit. Is it fun to be at the head of these races? Uh, yeah, then, it's a blast. Right. I want I want to compete with all these guys. Man, if we have races like this every Tuesday night, where there's five or six right. of us, any given night could win that race. That is fantastic. It's not like one guy thirty seconds or a minute right. off the front. It's like Okay, this is racing. It's there's, a race. Yeah, it's a race. There's there's six of us, and we're all like, okay, who's, we're just battling. We're all battling. I mean, we we all we traded we traded leads, you know, for the first four laps, and it wasn't because people were letting people any, around. Anybody have any teammates involved in that? No, no. So it's all just it's mono, all mono heads up kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, just all heads up. Racing. So I think you should look at figuring out a way to soft dismount, like careful soft dismount. I, sh- I should need need to do that. Bunny hop. No. I just need to learn how to bunny hop. If yeah, I don't get off only my gonna, bike, it's only gonna. But here's the thing: I bet you, if you like came to a point where you hit a climb that everyone has to to like dismount, I bet you that saw, that because of the angle of everything, I bet you it would be a softer dismount. And I bet you it wouldn't bother you at all. There was so at Trophy Cup, there were uphill barriers that you that you really had to dismount. And they yeah. weren't as as violent of a dismount as the other. So you places. think? Yeah, you think maybe it's the like. Coming off fast and yeah, nah. because at Corn Cross, yeah, there were there were two short barriers, but I was going like twenty miles an hour into them, and that is a fast. Yeah, Are you doing any dismount. Uh, core training these days? No. Yeah, maybe you need to look into a little that, of that. Too. Well, every time I start core training, I just keep it simple. I I I don't leave the couch for like three days because my back is. But I'm you, a mess. Listen, I'm just a mess. You don't I realize have, that I'm a mess. I feel like the three of us are falling apart. We're just like falling we're apart. the whole podcast. We could rename the podcast. O- old broken guys. Old guys that fall apart <laughs> <laughs> at the at the snap would, of a finger. That would relate. We'll People would relate to that. That's possible. There'd be a lot of relation. Yep. Fun. Anyway, that's it. Enough of me. Jeez, I talked and, a lot. So so you're feeling okay now. For some I, odd reason, I it's feel like better snapping today, back. and it's probably because of the adrenaline rush I get when I get on the podcast. And I see you two guys. That, yes. <laughs> are you Are you taking a couple of days off for biking? Uh, What's the plan? No. Okay. I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my VO2 sets today, and then I'm racing Saturday and Sunday. So don't overdo it. <laughs> do late. <laughs> the plan is try already to, to overdo it. Try to soft mount, soft dismount. Yeah, and, we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. Sweet. And. The the bit, the backpedal, all the fun stuff that we've been waiting to hear so patiently sure. from our, our good friend over here, Matt Legrand. Matt, what have you been up to? I have been swimming, biking, and running, but I haven't been on the road bike 
the past week, I was mountain biking a good bit because we're in the thick of cross country season and I'm really enjoying, uh, they go for their long run and I get like an hour of mountain biking in and fantastic. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And I see the kids, so that's always good. Uh, and I can keep water on there. So if they really need water, I can, you know, let them try to do a waterfall style, like, um, snag some water, uh, and Waterfall style. I you know what I'm talking saw, about? Like a, I, I know exactly what yeah, you're talking yeah, about. I, I mean, I'm scared of, I'm really scared of COVID right I now. I saw somebody not too long ago refer to it as waterfall style. I'm like, why do you call it that? I've heard other people say it up here too. I, and I guess I it's more of like a Southern California thing. We what do you call, guys call it? Nothing. Have, have you ever heard of a, a different term for that? You? I haven't. No. A birdie? A birdie drink? No. A birdie drink? That's no. what that's what I was that. raised. That's what I was told. In that's what Cal- football players do, right? It's you a, walk up next to the to the water bottle lady and she squirts water in your mouth yeah it's a birdie drink and here they're everywhere else they call it a waterfall but it was just more of like a southern california thing like we were raised and we were told that that was called a birdie drink so it was a birdie never heard that no that's funny interesting yeah Yeah. well i i mean the whole thing is like i think covid's making a not a comeback it's always been around but at the same time it's like it's kind of peaks and valleys yeah we're i think we're seeing higher numbers right now and the new vaccine is not quite out yet, but by the time this video goes live, I mean, like, it's it's coming soon. There's a new vaccine that's going to be better, maybe. Who knows? Um, and people don't want to hear about vaccines or COVID. They're done with that. So, right. <laughs> so yeah. So, I'm anyway. just trying to be careful. Good. Hand sanitize all the things. Maybe it's just a little paranoia. Um, but I did travel. Speaking of trying not to get sick right before travel and trying not to get sick before the next cross-country meet and all the things... But uh, I traveled to Cupertino. I only brought running shoes. So um, no biking, no swimming. Actually, I did bring swim stuff that I never used because I really, I was meeting with like Apple stuff and I really wanted to talk to Apple about like some of their swimming options. Uh, But the, so Apple had their um, fall event, which they basically do every fall. And they announced uh, a new iPhone, the iPhone 15. They announced the new Apple Watch Ultra 2, which is really kind of why I think I got the invite, and the new Apple Watch 9. Nice. And it was super amazing. Like, it was just, like, the coolest thing for me, a very small channel to get an invite like that was ridiculous. It's so freaking cool, man. It was, like, it's one so of those... so cool that you got to be there. It I was, mean- so, so, um, the people that were there, and there's, you know, I don't know, 200 people or whatever, so there's a lot of people, but, like, everyone there had... They're all like, like I was hanging out with um, Dave Dillon a lot and he was like, that guy's so-and-so, that guy's so-and-so. And And all (laughs) the people are, you know, like multiple million subscribers, right? And so like there's all the guys that I'm hanging out with, which are still like small frights in this field of people. And then there's me who's (laughs) just like, what on earth are you doing here? You have like 22,000 subscribers. Maybe 20, I don't know, 21 And DC Rainmaker has like 300,000. And then these other guys have like, Multiple million. Four million. So the guy that sat next to me, like, so we were sitting, we sat, I sat down, Dave and I sat down or whatever. And there, you know, everyone, like there's ushers and things like that. And they're like, oh, there's a seat open there for for you. And so the guy sits down next to me and, and Dave and I look at each other and it's like, oh, it's Marquez Brownlee. He sat next to you? He sat next to me. Seriously? Yep. <laughs> that at is the, hilarious. <laughs> the, during the presentation. And so we talked for a minute and he was super nice. Uh, but I don't think he really wanted to talk to us because he's like, this is his job, man. He's right. like working. He's we're like just like king hey. of the hill there in terms of he, like all of the YouTubers. He so there's a, there's a couple other people that have similar numbers to him that were yeah. there, 
and Matty Hapoya was there. Okay. But, I mean, I just I didn't talk to him. I just saw him in passing. Oh, he's like a million and change. Yeah. Kind yeah. of guy. Sure, Marquez maybe is, two, maybe. Who knows? Maybe, but Marquez is like what seven, eight, nine, 17. ten. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And there's oh another gosh. guy that was like sixteen million, and I was, and like Dave was like, oh, who do you know? Guess where? Guess who I was talking to? And I was like, I don't even know who this is. Like sixteen million. I don't even know who you are. Who was it? Do you remember? Um, the Mister Who's the Boss or something? Or do you know who that is? No. It's another tech guy that's a. Really, huh. all right. And, um, I Justine, the, the people that are, yeah. I, I, she sat down next to me at dinner because I was sitting there editing my video, and the, I was editing next to another guy who was editing. I didn't know who he was either, but he had a power brick and I could charge. And uh, and I was like, oh, I gotta finish up this video. And he was like, I haven't even started mine. And so like we're editing away, like headphones on, and like she came and sat down. And I assumed that like, oh, that's because he's her editor or whatever. And I was like, that's cool. And I talked to her for a minute. I was like, oh, I. I started following you when you were on like tech TV, like 20 years ago. And she was like, that's a, blah, blah, blah. she was so nice. And I was like, sorry, I just dated myself <laughs> like, really old, but the, everyone was super nice there. Everyone was super cool. Um, Apple was, it was so nice of them to invite me. I mean, like that campus, I, I oh. so badly want to check out that campus. It had to be incredible. Right. So, like the morning before the event, I woke up early because I was nervous and excited and I went for a run to help like calm the nerves. I did ended up doing like a five mile run because I was trying to get a picture of sunrise of like the spaceship is like what they yeah. call their their major building on top of their campus because it's this weird massive circle thing. You can't really get a great picture from all the stuff I had and there was a lot of event stuff being blocked off. So I didn't get a good photo that morning, but um, I did get a decent run in and then we came onto campus during the daytime. And of course I took a ton of photos. I haven't even gotten to look at much of that stuff yet, but I mean, there's, it's very interesting because everything's like curved glass and yeah, yeah. it's, um, I probably have some stuff on my phone that I could show you guys. Uh, but it's, it's super crazy as far as like the facilities and just everything was nice. The theater itself, the Steve jobs theater is just down below has like amazing sound system super nice projectors obviously i mean and mm -hmm. you're just like okay this is the best that money can buy right everything right, right? biggest company in the world biggest right? company in the world yeah it was everything was super nice it was really neat it was really neat and i don't know if i'll ever get to go back again like maybe not probably not i mean i don't know like it depends on who i offended I have but, a hard time believing that i know that you always sell yourself a little bit short matt you're only gonna get bigger and bigger and well, you're gonna be a force to be reckoned with right. and these guys are gonna be like, like oh that's matt legrand oh, yeah. over there but they Marcus Brownlee was getting like people were like coming up to him like can I get a selfie picture with you? Like goes like oh yeah. man that's yeah. got to be tough. He's, yeah, he is. Marcus Brownlee has seventeen and a half million subscribers. Yeah, yeah. Do you even know his, who that is, Lance? Have you ever no. seen him before? In his latest video, there's a picture of him with Tim Cook. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I really wanted to be like, oh, you're at seventeen million. I'm at eighteen thousand. <laughs> Just 18. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just 18, not Mark, 18. Right. Marquez has done interviews with like Elon Musk and Tim yeah. Cook and oh, just wow. like big hitters. Okay. And yeah, he's he's pretty widely known. But but I would think Apple, they have to have guys like you, Matt. I mean, Why? They, because they don't need guys like me. Because everybody goes to where the reviews are and you can't just go. You, you, YouTube is where you watch reviews yeah. on any type of product, yeah. right? And you get honest answers from certain people, yeah. right? Well, 
yes, you don't have a crap ton of subscribers, yeah. but you're in a very niche market right now, but you're starting to branch out. You're starting to do more stuff with a little bit more tech-related stuff, like the watches. And and I wouldn't yep. be surprised to see you do like an iPhone review. I know, I thought about that. That is going to push you into a different stratosphere. When mm. you're doing, don't it's take this the wrong way, no, but no, no, when no, you're doing ahead. swim goggles, there's a very, very, very small market of people True. that are going to go to YouTube to watch yeah. videos about swim goggles, which no, is you're, great. You're 100% correct. But, you know, and then like you've started to expand out though. You're starting to like delve into like the world of like, you know, bike computers and, and yes. smart trainers and, uh, you know, Apple watches and mm-hmm. this tech stuff. And, and people love it. And your videos, Matt, like n- none of these people hold a candle to you with your nope. video production. You're, they're just not there. I, so that's they, what I told Marquez Brownlee. I, I, hey, Apple, you, can, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't hold a candle to me. Watch this opening. Apple <laughs> has seen your stuff and they respect yeah. what you're doing. They, yeah. they, they, they respect the game of Matt Legrand. They, yeah. I, they, I do know that they like my videos. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have gotten invited otherwise. And I've heard through roundabout stuff that they're like, oh, yeah, we like that. We we liked his video, blah, blah, blah. It was, you know, so it's really flattering to hear that. Fantastic. For sure. I, I still, if I don't ever get invited back, I'm still super thankful that I got to do this trip. That's and, pretty cool and stuff. And got yeah. to do this stuff. Yeah. And the best part was by far hanging out with like, DC Rainmaker, Des Fit, Chase the Summit. Yeah, like these buddies, guys yeah. are like I've chatted with them online for a long time. We've never met in person. And so that was easily the best part. And yeah. then you got to hang out with these guys all weekend. All weekend. Or, or, stayed in the same hotel. Stayed in the same stayed hotel. Stayed up late every night. Ate ate meals uh, together. Ate meals together. Went for a run together. They drove me around because I didn't rent a car. They just drove me around the whole time. Fantastic. So nice. I freaking love that. They're man. so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Lance, I mean, Lance, what do you think? Yeah, Benson clothes suck. <laughs> Should we tell Matt what that means? I'm sure it's <laughs> it's Dutch. I hope it's, I hope it's Dutch. It's really nice. Yeah, Benson clothes suck. I'll just use suck. that when I yeah. go when I go to Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah. I am thinking about going to Amsterdam in the yeah. That, like, you should use that every every time okay. you when okay. you when you I'll, talk to somebody. I'll study this clip. Say, say, ready? Say ready? 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 We'll listen to it one more time. Okay. Yeah, Benson clothes suck. Okay. I didn't Clinton clothes suck. <laughs> it it <laughs> sounds clean. It means you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta know that. <laughs> you got that's something you I gotta have know. To know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, but so uh the last night that we were there, we took forever to get dinner or whatever going. And then we um we stayed up late and we played this game that I made. Did I tell you I was gonna make this like no. try to make this happen? Okay, what? so this is an idea that I had. And so I wrote down like a ton of ideas. I was like, got these creators and I wanna circle up some content about this, right? And so I was like, here's one thing that I want to do. And so I pretty quickly put this together because it was like I was going to fly out that day. And I was like, I got to just if I'm going to do this, I need to like put this piece of it together. And it's a game called Guess That GPS Watch. So Hmm. it's a whole bunch of macro shots of GPS watches. And I'm making a video. You'll see it whenever I get it finished, hopefully soon, because I kind of want to get that out. And it's these guys looking at a computer screen of a whole bunch of macro shots, trying to guess which GPS watch it was. We played this at like, I don't know, midnight or whatever. Seriously. After drinks, right? But like, uh, it was so much fun. And then we had this other, we kind of were like trying to figure out like, well, we'll just do this. And then like you, whoever wins points, like we just kind of made up some stuff. And uh, and then you could choose to do a blindfold piece where you could put a blindfold on and hand you the watch and you feel it and try to guess the watch as well. And these guys know their watches. They That's know their awesome. watches. It was pretty that. fun. It was pretty funny. But like the, I think that that was, like I was worried like either the macro shots would be too hard or too easy. And so I think some of them were 
easy and some of them were too hard. But for the most part, I think it was kind of the right balance. So I'll put that out and people can play along with us, basically. I uh, love that. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that video. That's a good we idea. We did that the last night and it was hilarious. It was fun. It was hilarious. <laughs> they were like, okay, we. it's so funny because you put these YouTubers together and Ray's like, yeah, let's do it outside. I'm like, okay, fine. Wherever you want. I don't care. And uh, and then they get, like, not, not without any prodding from me, which I would normally assume. They're like, okay, what about light? How are we going to do the lighting? And they like... I think Des like grabbed a plastic bag to diffuse the light from the pool, like whatever. I mean, it was just like these guys are hilarious. It's just it's you're just like all the stuff that you would want as a YouTuber. They just like instinctively like this one is what of we them, do one like Ray put like a, a phone in the tree with a flashlight on, so we got more light on us. And then um, Dave <laughs> Dylan did the other tree. It was just like <laughs> such a funny scene. And like here I am, like okay, how does the how does you know the exposure look on this? And they're there's it's just nice it's to have. perfect and all of us had like they all had like their own separate mics or whatever and they're like they're get you this recording get you this mp3 it was just it's nice to work with those guys right i love that it was fun you need to do this more often with these guys you need to yeah. get invited on the bike trip that that des fit and dc rainmaker do every year when they test out like yeah. four different with, bike computers a lot of times um so a lot of times if they are if a big something is coming out like garmin's coming out with whatever eight 50 or what you know something I don't know what number yeah. they're on right but they will plan a big trip to switzerland french alps yeah. whatever and they'll go do some big climbs and they can think of it this way where they're like this video is probably going to do decent enough it'll get a certain amount of views and we can expense this trip and yes. they can do that and so that'll be great i don't think my channel's quite there yet but but now you're friends well what did we just become best friends? Yep. Oh wow, that's perfect. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Yep. <laughs> did you guys do some karate too? That's exactly. That was basically how the whole weekend went, but mostly on my side. Like we're best friends now, and they're like, oh, okay, okay. Thanks. What was your last name? Just like, let me just uh, drop you off at the airport here. See you later. <laughs> Super fun trip. That's freaking awesome, Matt. I love yep. it. Can't wait to talk to you more about it when we're not on air. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah, it's cool. Super good. Super um, fun. you guys want to do some lead out stuff, or do you want to do the other Patreon thing first? Which one do you want there, Lance? Patreon. 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 All right, let's do that. Hold on a second here. I'm supposed to be doing something with that. Oh, there's Patreon. Um, something. Yeah, sure. I threw you off. Talking about Lewis. No, that's Bro, not not that. That was a topic <laughs> thing. I'm just pushing buttons over here, guys. Don't mind me. Just, just keep pressing. You'll find one that works. Oh, that's Rock Talk. This is Patriot Talk. Patreon Talk, not Patriot Talk. God, Patriot. I can't do anything right today. <laughs> Matt, pick out a name from okay. the Patriot Bucket. Let me The Patriot right. Bucket. The Patriot. This is a true... This person is a true Patriot. Dove. I'm reading this through backwards. You, you read it right. Dove, Dove Eric. Eric. Yes. Dove She's Eric. She's won before. She has. It's, but it's been a while. It's her turn again. Well, everybody got put back in, and they're getting mixed up and That's all good. that other fun, goody stuff. Um, we got some new dialed stickers, and Duff, you won yourself some new oh, dialed stickers. Oh, she'll love that, actually, because yeah. I've sent her stickers big, before, yeah, and she loves sticker it. Buff. Let's put some um, Swim, Bike, Run, Rinse, Repeat stickers in there, too. Oh, absolutely, her, yeah. I love Duff. We will load her up. We got all kinds of uh, stickers, um, so she's probably going to get a, a, yeah. a, a bunch. And she, I think she like um, she like babysits some kids and things like that. And so if she wants to have some extra stickers, kids love the shiny stickers, so send some that way. Yep. I think yep. this was what I was supposed to Ice push. cream sandwich. No, nope. <laughs> not that one. Dang it. Sorry. 
Good Jake, effort. Good effort, Jake. Jake, you need a nap. Maybe you need no. a nap. Sorry, I was just nap. trying to be funny. <laughs> Matt, you need a nap. I, I need a nap. Okay. It's not going to happen. Now what? Do you want to do backpedal now? <laughs> we already backpedaled. We did backpedal. Oh, We're okay. doing lead out, lead out news. Patreon now? No. No, we finished Patreon. We're one last, moving. one last thing. No, we're not there. Yet. Can we do one last thing? I think we, we're kind of there. There's, right? some, there's some important things that we need to talk about <laughs> with the Vuelta. All right, let's do the the lead out news stuff. Um, Let me ask you a question. Was the was champ here? He's definitely in the champ top five. Champ is here. Here is champ. All right, was, we're ready. Know, was the Vuelta a shit show and then amazing and then back to shit show? Yes. Slash amazing. Correct. How, okay. <laughs> it started terribly. Okay, so. It's Thursday. Yeah. Have you watched the stage or know what happened today, Matt? Yes. Okay. Ma- Matt, Matt, can you say all that one more time? <laughs> show. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> okay. Perfect. I just want to have something to use later on. Perfect. <laughs> Easier for editing. That's much better. <laughs> Go, Lance. Okay, I mean, so. Champ. Yeah, Champ. This champ. is Champ. I don't know who Lance is. <laughs> no one does. Nobody does. <laughs> So yesterday, stage 17 was the big climb up the Angrialu. Oh, yeah. In Spain, very steep, very long. Is it's it ang- very... This can't be Angry LaRue. It's, it's not that time you pronounce it, it right? Ang- it's Angrialu. Angry... I don't know how to pronounce angry it. Angry man on the loo. Angry man <laughs> on the poo. So... Angrialu, I think. So... Uh, Maybe. Who knows? Remco tried to... Uh, to go for it again. What did I miss there? Nothing. Just okay. Sorry. Remco tried to go for it again, but did not make it. Anyway, Remco has been going for stage wins. We haven't actually talked about Remco since the last time. No, you're right. We so, haven't. So we should okay, rewind so for a second. Rewind the, the big stage, uh, stage 13 on the Tourmalet. Tourmalet, yeah. Um, Remco exploded. Had, yes. Had no legs. Came in in the Grappetto. Mm-hmm. Lost 27 minutes. I respect the fact that he was like... I don't know what happened. I'm what he like, said. I'm not sick. Da, 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 da. I don't know what happened. I'm not like, sick. I kind of respect that a lot more than someone. Please make up something fast. Yes. And he didn't like. He didn't want to talk to the press. But then he said, "No, I'm not sick. I'm not injured. I just I suck he, today." If basically. he's not careful, we're gonna start respecting that guy. <laughs> That's right. So you better watch crazy it. that he lost 27 minutes, so he's out of GC. Yes. Uh, the next day, he turns around and basically obliterates Crushed everybody, it. gets in the break. They allow him to go on the break because he's 27, he's minutes. 27 minutes down and he wins the stage. Mm-hmm. Since then, he has won two more stages. He was crying after that stage. Yeah. Like, emotions were there. Yes. Super happy that it, on, he you know what? got back on it. From a PR standpoint, good good on you. That was good, good for on Remco. I felt, like, good. I felt for him. And he has, at this point, he has locked up the polka dot jersey. There is nobody mm. that can get him now. Okay. Uh, Vingigo is actually in second, and he's like yep. 60 points behind. So he is he is way, way behind. But um, that's a that he, that's a salvage of a it's good a he, salvage of a grand tour that went sideways. Remco could have just said, uh, I'm not right and bailed. Yep. He could have just skipped out, but he didn't. He's like, you know what? Okay, I had a bad day, and now I'm just going to go for stage wins, and maybe I can get the polka dot jersey, and he's doing both of those things. Yeah. So, chapeau to Remco for not yes. punting. We should and we should give credit where credit is due because yep. we definitely throw shame that direction yes, we on have. this podcast frequently. <laughs> you know something? No soup for you! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't no comment. Love it. So, uh, stage 17, um, it ends yes. up with a couple big climbs, 
and uh, Jumbo goes to the front and kind of uh, drills it. They end up catching the break. They end up passing Remco, who was trying to go for the stage win again, but he didn't quite have the gas. This okay. was yesterday, Wednesday. Well, and I don't remember which team it was, but there was other teams drilling it up front. It's, before, Bahrain, it's yeah, Bahrain victorious. Bahrain, yeah. Bahrain victorious because they're trying to get Landa to move up. Landa's Miguel in Landa. fifth. Mikhail Landa's in like fifth overall. He's like four and a half minutes yeah. back. And he did okay so on that stage. He did. So they're, they were trying to... He just to, wasn't wearing yellow. Yes. They're trying to bring him back. Yumbo, yellow, not... So what ends up happening is with a K to, with three Ks to go on this final climb, Vingigo attacks. Yeah. And he gets a couple minutes up the road. Well, okay. And then Roglic attacks right. because nobody goes with Vingigo, and they're dropping their team, quote unquote, team leader, Sepp yes. Kuss. And this is discussion needs to be had here, right? Yes. So, so my 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 thoughts first. Okay, go. What? Yes. No soup for you. Oh, no soup for you. I don't know which one you want. <laughs> we need some Dutch in here. Oh. Is what we need. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, bent and clothes suck. You're an asshole. Yes. So <laughs> that's, that's my take. That's my hundred percent. I agree with you because of a couple things. One, Sep radioed. He hit the radio like, I'm I'm dropping. So, but you, what we don't know, he did radio, and he, did he say, "You guys go, I'm dropping," okay. or did he say, "I'm dropping, wait for me"? And I don't think Sep said, "Wait for me." I think he said, "You guys go." You think but, he did? I could see him saying that, but I could also see him just saying, "Like I'm off the back," like just like status but, update. But like, come on, this guy right. has done so much for you agree. on. On in the in the Tour de France and yep. in in he's he has helped them win and Everything. they couldn't like help themselves. They both just looked like vultures, dicks. Yes, <laughs> it's like a PR nightmare for yes. for Jumbo Visma, who has been just crushing this year. So so I think there's a lot of things, right? Like there's there's people there, and I don't think I think they're kind of far and few between that are like, hey, these are the strongest riders, they should win. Because they kind of are, if we're really honest with ourselves, they 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 seem stronger than Sep to me. Yeah, both of them. And then there's the majority of everyone else that's like Team Sep, right? Like, right. Like, GC Kuss Sep. Yes, they yeah. want it. Or GC Vingico Kuss. and Roglic, they're GC riders. Yes, and they we are. know that. And we know that Sep has the capacity, but that's that's not him. That's not who he wants to be. And you know that Jumbo, yeah. they're the biggest team in the world, the best team in the world, and yeah. arguably like one of the best teams ever. We can talk about that too. Yeah, and and they know the numbers. They know their riders. In Sep plays a very distinct role in that team as the the super domestique. We've talked about it, and and I will for one say that yeah, I think that he should be out trying to be a GC guy. But if he doesn't want to be that guy, and it really doesn't appeal to him, he, I mean, sure, I, I, who doesn't want to win a Grand Tour? I mean, that's awesome. But he knows in his heart that like if it came down to a mono a mono race right. or He's him against those, those two, two, those two guys are going to beat him. Yeah, it's just that's how it is. But it's it's interesting too because now you have this PR problem for Yumbo where it's like well, ev- the world wants Sepkus to win this. Yeah. I think I mean yes, all the Americans do, but I, th- I think it's the world yeah. that wants to He's see it as good well. Guy. Yeah. Um, good guy that's helped everyone out the yeah. whole time, yeah. and now it could be his turn. Even uh, uh, Garrett Thomas uh, S- in, chimed in, in, chimed in, and said most of the peloton would like to see Sepkus win. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think he's done so much. He's been such a great, guy. loyal guy. They want to see him win too. Yeah, I mean, it's 
something that will go down in history. That and yeah, he won the Volta. That's freaking awesome. But yeah. do you think there's a, a tiny bit inside of okay. him that that just says to himself, like, I know these guys are better than me, and they're giving yes. this to me. Yes, yes. I don't want somebody to give me something. I want to earn it. And yes. he's kind of earned it by the work that he's done for him. But I don't right. them. I don't think that that's the way that he sees it. So he's just like, eh, you know. <laughs> he he seems very genuine when he chats yes and he seems very appreciative so of humble those dude, guys yeah. correct because he's a humble dude even I, even that day when he lost minutes or not he lost seconds he lost like another 25 seconds to Vingago. yeah and more time to stage, Roglic, 17. Yep. stage 17 and he Came had to, the line he had to out sprint a guy at the yes. line to get the final bonus seconds right and as soon as he crossed the line he went right over to the guy and said look I'm sorry that I had to sprint through at the end, but I had to get those yes. bonus seconds. Otherwise, my teammate was gonna get me. So, and he like immediately went over and and apologized because that's the kind of guy Sep Kuss right. is, right? He yeah. just like it's he, very interesting to me, and I also think like had Jonas taken the jersey from him, you're gonna. I just don't think it would have like spun well. No, I think yeah, that would have you, been a you very. You can't spin that, and you can't and you can't hand it back over yeah. like without it being worse. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice just to see those guys just work for him, and that's which, it. Just which be is, a domestic. Don't go after stuff. I mean, you're you're firmly entrenched in the top three. Work for him for the rest of the race. But, I mean, so that so, brings us to today. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we get there, okay. I mean, one of the reasons that Vingago wanted to win was he said for their other fallen teammate. Van Doyek or something like that. Okay. They had a teammate who was driving a car, had some kind of heart condition, Ooh. passed out, crashed the car in a in a coma in mm. the hospital, induced coma, and he, and it, it is one of Vingago's best, best friends, friends yep. on the team. And so he wanted to win for his best friend. Was one of the reasons win why the he, stage win the stage. Yeah, that's great. So, it's also great. it was also Sepkus's birthday on that. Same also, Seb Kuss's birthday. Happy birthday, Seb. Happy birthday, Seb. It was kind of funny. So uh, Jumbo Visma on their Twitter page, they they posted this thing saying, hey, hey, no, or, they like, hey, oh. one, two, three, you know, in, you know, in the stage for for Jumbo Visma. And the world responded with? Yeah, bent and clothes, Seb. Yeah. Everybody responded with, you're an asshole. Basically, there was like a thousand comments and every single one of them were, I can't believe you guys are doing this to Sep after what he's done for you. Yeah. Or I have now lost respect for you yeah. unless you guys turn it around. Or I hope you guys are reading these comments because they are. You, you, someone in the PR team somebody's is. Somebody's on the PR yeah. team. Is so read the room, this. folks. Read the room. Yes. So I think that's what's interesting is like whether Sep wants it or not, there's someone at the Yumbo team that's like, nope, he is who you're working for. Like that, I think is going to be a message that comes down from the top, and it's like, yeah. sorry, Sep, you you might not want this red jersey, or you want might want the your buddies to get it, or whatever it is, but they're working for you now. Yeah, and you gotta imagine though, that, and it's so safe with them. There's there's like a brotherhood vibe about those guys. We don't know for sure, for sure, but like outside looking in, watching them, seeing it's all good, the, yeah. the interactions that it we do like see, it. it seems like they're brothers. So at the end of the day, like if it was the three of us and we were racing. And, and we're wanting to pick on each other, or kind of have a little fun with it, or just have yeah. something to come back to the table with when we're having dinner at night just to kind of poke and jab and all that stuff. But yes. at the end of the day, you, you know that they know that they're working for him. They're just making it fun or having a little bit of fun uh, along the not way. Not stage 17, though. It did not look it did not look like they were working for him. Correct. There's, there's, no way that they, there's no way that he radios back and is like, I'm dropping or whatever, and then those guys push hard. Mm -hmm. That was not 
Right. Because they pushed hard. They yeah. were hammering. And there's no re- I mean, there's no reason to. If he wanted to win no. the stage, he could have sprinted at the end or something. But it, it is like he just lost a little bit of respect for all of it. Yeah, them. but what yeah. else is going on? Like, where are we at with the top three standings as of today, there's, as we record this? And, and how tight are things? And, and well, who's going to creep in there and take anything away from any one of those three? Nobody. It's exactly. Safe, right? I mean, and, and we're actually, what's interesting is we're getting out of the mountains too, so it's going to be even more okay, safe. Okay, so sprint stage, a little rolly stage. There's a sprint stage. stage, there's a hilly stage, right. not a mountain stage, and then the final stage into Madrid. Yeah. yeah. So that's basically so, it. But, but back to today. But back to today. So another the big... The PR team called in. The PR team. Somebody did something yep. and got to them because the break gets away. Guess who's in the break? Remco Evanpool. Which he is, gets 10 minutes up the road. They just they let him go, which is fantastic. But also, it was a pretty big group. And Remco ran away with it. He won the stage by like four minutes or something. He yeah. He did it. He's a good athlete. He's a good athlete, you know. Gotta good on put, him. He's recovered. Whatever, 21 days together. But. but we get to the final climb. Yep. There's only seven or eight of the final GC guys all together. And guess who's on the front setting the pace for those final seven guys? Mr. Jonas Vingago. Vingago. He had a job to do. He had a job to do, and he did it. Which, he sat on the front and set the pace. Do you think that he's just, like, got an earful from the team I mean, I bet you it was like, okay, this looks really bad for us. We need to do some PR damage control. That's my guess is the conversation. It's quite last possible night. because there was PR damage from yeah, there what was. they did the day there before, yeah. for sure. And so for him today to get on the front and guess who was second setting the next tempo? Roglic. Roglic. And yeah. Sepp was sitting third where he should have been, even though he had an eight second lead. That was it. Yeah. And they they get to the top. And I think Enrique Moss and Ayuso, or no. Anyway, two guys attacked at the very top, and Sepp went with them, and they more or less dropped Vingigo, and he gave up like nine seconds today to Sepp Mm -hmm. to like give him a little bit more of a cushion. Also, I mean, if you're working like that, it's not easy. to. I mean, like that's the thing that's so amazing about Sepp is he's been working for those guys and when you pop you pop I mean if you're doing the job that you're supposed to yes it's exhausting it's exhausting so good so. on you it's they that was the right thing for them to do they're still that like PR black eye but yes but they redeemed themselves quite a bit today for yep. what they did and yep. the fact that Vingago actually sat on the front and set pace for that whole last climb mm-hmm. it's fantastic and I think what we'll see is that I mean we're Anything can happen in Grand Tour, but I think we'll see Sepp win. He'll get red. Everyone will be pumped. It'll go very viral. An American won a Grand Tour. Blah blah blah. It'll be great. It'll be very good for Yumbo Visma. He knows that those guys could have potentially taken it away from yep. him, and that's okay. And he'll work for those guys, and it'll be even fine. harder. Yeah, from Jumbo Visma's perspective too, you have to think about the the big picture. Like they just want one of their guys to win. Yes, they want Sepp to win. But what happens if something happens to Sepp in the last three or four days? Wakes up, COVID positive, whatever, Correct. and now right. you've got another guy sitting there, you know, that's now going to take over and still has a massive cushion. So if he does put that time into him, and they're, they're that close, it's six one half dozen with another for right. for Yumbo. They're 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 happy about it because they've got somebody that's there to win it. So they're set up pretty now. And if yeah, if something should happen to one of those guys, you've got another guy to step right in, and that's <laughs> just right. a nice little insurance policy. You got, two, you got yeah. two, two, two backups. Guys. Yes. It's so 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 ridiculous. I mean, 
th that very well could have been part of the game plan. Now, if that was my game plan, I would have probably said something just to kind of appease all of these uh, people that are a little cranky with me. But anyway, no, I don't know. That's just I my know. two cents. It's but just another th perspective, another thing to look at there. Well, you know, I mean, Vingigo and Roglic are have both been kind of golden boys through their whole careers. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, you, you haven't seen them do something selfless, selfish. Oh, selfish. Gotcha. You know, mm -hmm. they have you well, know, like taken advantage of the situation. And yesterday seemed did. like they did. Yeah. Yeah. And so it just made, just like knocked them down a little it bit. Did. And even afterwards, I mean, they were interviewing Roglic and he's saying, look, we want to see Sepp win. We'd love to see him win. I think, but from, this is a, I get the impression that is Roglic race. is tighter with Sepp than Jonas is. This is just like a million foot view of like the situation. Cause uh, I have maybe. no idea, but yeah. that's kind of what it looks like to me. It's like, Oh, Roglic and Sepp are a little tighter than yeah. Jonas. But the other thing that I think that we should mention is that Jumbo Visma is looking for a title sponsor like right now. Like that's a big deal when you start thinking about like a PR black eye, mm. you know? That's a good point. That's a big thing for them. Yeah. They need they need that cash cow to come in. Yes. Which you think would be somebody I mean, this is an amazing team. You'd think it'd be easy to find. But you don't want the team that's like everyone hates all of a sudden because right. their leaders are jerks. Are they losing Yamo Visma because of the whole black eye that they had with their owner and some misconduct things that happened? Um, I thought it was like a financial situation where they couldn't, like they needed to tighten up, tighten up finances. Yeah. But well, I don't that remember. Happens, I mean. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's been well established, I think. It, this all this. How much do you was, think it would take to, to be that? I think that dial, dial could probably do it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Lance got a few million. I don't know. It's, like it's like a thirty million dollar year. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Got, you got like a few bucks to budget's borrow. like thirty million. <laughs> yeah. Or fifteen million. We're good. What? That's Matt's a, got Matt's got eight bucks. That's Ooh, a wow. that's a fiver right there, that's guys. <laughs> don't go spending it all in one place, Yumbo. It's that Cupertino money over there, man. A, yeah. Tim Cook. Yeah. yeah. Apple should pick up a, a cycling team. That would be funny. That would be hilarious. That would be that would be funny. Apple, if no reason at all. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That. Why everyone has like iPhones on the front of their bikes? <laughs> oh, they, they could, would still be able to yeah. win. That's you can get Quadlock to jump on and quad get Rumi to jump in there as well. <laughs> no, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be peak design because that's what Apple. You know, I think that's no. Yeah, that's the those one. those two things kind of fit hand and glove. Those are those are yep. nice designs, and that's a good looking case you got there, Mister Legrand. Well, yeah, it's um, it's solid. It's yeah. good. I like it. Yeah, but um. Yeah, so I think the finances, it's finances is like serious, right? Because if they can't get a title sponsor, like there isn't money in, in, in sponsoring bike racing teams. They're just not, you mm. know. You think so? I mean, I <laughs> nobody lasts. Do they? Right. Do any of them last? No, they do this because they love the sport. They they yeah. they get a boost for like a year or two, and then they well, go, oh like my gosh, we lost four star. million dollars this year. Yeah, there's been some people that have stuck around, or some companies that have stuck around for a long time. Yeah, but there's some not of these a lot companies of them. like but 20, 30 million company and a Colombian team. And so it's, it's like a cellular company, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Well, you know, Sky's a major news network and they sponsored that team for how that's many years? True. Yep. And now they're not. Well, yeah. they're not, but you know, Enios, that's another is it like a gas company or like a mineral or yeah, something along those lines? There's a there's a billionaire that backs that as well. Yeah, yep. there's there's a lot of those people out there who got money so. to burn. So and there's gotta be some exposure. I mean, cycling for these grand tours. It's watched by a lot of people around the world, so maybe there's some value there. I mean, mm -hmm. I do know about Yumbo department right. stores because of this. Yeah, you know, yeah. but Not you Apple's a good thing. I mean, they're they're paying Matt millions of dollars to review their Apple watches. <laughs> so, what, you know, I did Apple. make a video about like having a 
Apple sponsor their review of their whatever watch. It was like an April Fool's joke a long time ago. <laughs> With a, and I got in the in the video, I got a handwritten handwritten. Oh, I got a handwritten note from Tim Cook. <laughs> and, oh, it's you, like, you, you. and it was like, oh man, thanks for the. And it had money in it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this now. I do remember that. That was that was classic. Yeah. I mean, I think people, you know, they believe. So the thing is, is that like you get comments like that on YouTube videos where they're like, you're just in the hand of Apple. They're paying you right. to do this. And I'm like, no, maybe people actually think what they think. I mean, hmm. it's a crazy idea. Yeah. Crazy idea. What else, champ? Um, that's about it. It does look like that Sep is now going to win it. He has a yeah. seven, 17 second lead over <laughs> Vingo and a minute eight over yeah. Roglic. And there's no big climbs left. There's one hilly day. So if he stays healthy, one through Sepp three Chris should win it. They should win one, two, three. So fantastic. Other than that, champ out. It's going to be legend. Wait for it. And I hope you're not lactose intolerant because the second half of that word is dairy. <laughs> The legendary champ, Bailey. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate oh, you. Wow. Gotcha. That's when you drop city, guys. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's fun. I like so, that. Um, the next thing we're going to do. What are we on our topic? I'm a, I'm a little nervous about this. Okay. We're going to do a, a little feature for the next couple of weeks. And, and today's day one of said feature. This is a quasi topic, but shorter, maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll see. But um, it's because we're talking about so much about everything else. So we want something smaller, a little bit more easy to chew on. These guys are going to ask Jake anything. AMA, AMA right. style. We've never ask done one of these. Okay. People anything. do this, this kind of crap all the time, so I, why I not got, us? I got a question for you. And Rut row. So here's Here the thing. Go. Here's the thing. You can say, like, refuse <coughs> to answer anything that you want to refuse to answer. Those are the rules? Yeah. Are you setting this up so that when it's so your turn? So it's my turn, I'll yeah. be like, nope, I'm not answering <laughs> that question. Um, I'm saying that because I think that the people listening to this are a lot of people from this community and things sure. like that, and, and sometimes I think it's better to keep information on your plans, like close to the vest, and see in case you in case things change. But uh, we'll give you the option to screw yourself over. Sure. Um, <laughs> the the dialed cycling lab. Yep. What's what's happening? You just stole what's, my question. What's coming up? Are are we? Are the, you, obviously people want to know this because me and Matt are both thinking this as well. Well, I want to know about like: Are we expanding? Are we shrinking? Are we moving back to the garage? You need? Do you need to my office space for my house? Yeah, we're or, we're gonna shut it down. It's just not working out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, actually, it's it's going swimmingly. It's qu- going quite well. Okay. Um, we we kind of outgrew our space, so we had this this beautiful building that, or space that we moved into yeah. it was beautiful compared to you know things in the past. We've just been climbing these ladders yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and having a lot of fun with it. Um, but it's it's been a great space for us. We've been there for almost two years now. It'll be two years in December. And when we first moved in, we had these grand plans of like, all right, here's the whole place. Here's how it's going to lay out. Here's how we're going to flow and yada yada yada. And we had this whole back space set up that was quite large and it was mm-hmm. pretty awesome we were able to store product we were able to store you know some bikes and then stuff and then we also had some desks and we had this cool little youtube space that we had set up we, we had, had a little studio a we podcast set up there. studio yep. and everything was like all fine and dandy and then all of a sudden like the world started finding out about us and next thing you know like there's at one point in time granted it's not a huge space by any means at all it's about 1500 square feet yeah at one time we had i think it was three bikes shy of 100 bikes in there whoa <laughs> yeah that's ridiculous. And then we had, you know, all of the other stuff that we've got going on and you're trying to carry more stuff based on what people's needs are. And we've been working yeah. hard on the website and we're starting to get like, you know, a pretty consistent flow of customers on a daily basis. And so we're trying to make sure that we've got stock and inventory for all of that. And we're trying to push out stuff. 
one thing leads to another. And the next thing you know, I'm looking around and they're going, I don't fit back here in all of these bikes. We need to reconfigure all of this stuff. And so I've spent a bunch of time just really optimizing the space. We've reorganized everything, made it look even nicer and kind of ran through this past summer. I'm like, yeah, we still kind of don't fit in here all that well. So what's nice is the space that we're in. There's actually two empty suites next to us um, that have never been developed. They're they're, they're big. They're they're, they're big. They're, right? they're big. It's I think collectively it's about twenty two hundred square feet, if I'm not mistaken. Or so is that there's an additional twenty two to the to the already that's already there. It's fifteen, have. correct. Well, and so you could just move. Over to that space. Well, we've looked at or a you, country, or we've, take over. We've both. looked at a bunch of different scenarios. So okay. we're in our suite, and there was another insurance company that was next to us. Um, yeah. They actually just moved out not too long ago into a different wow. space that worked better for them, and okay. they've been there for like fifteen years. So there's empty suite next to us that just moved out. There's us, and then there's uh, two empty suites. There, there's not even a dividing wall between the two mm-hmm. on the other side they're, of us. They're raw. They're they've raw. Never they're, been built out. Yes. Yeah, so there's yeah. nothing in there. And so we kind of started looking at all of the different scenarios. And, and originally it was like, well, we kind of like the space that we're at. Maybe we could just work something out to take the the one suite of the two next to us. And then there's like, well, then the insurance pe- company moving out, maybe we could kind of combine the two spaces and then started looking at everything like, you know what makes the most sense is for us just to move everything into the suites next door to us. And mm. it's a big open concept. It's unfinished, so you can make it however you want. And that is what has made the most sense. And we've, uh, we've begun discussions with the... Uh, um, the property owners, and we're right. going to potentially be moving into the suite next will to us. You, will they potentially provide any build-out Yeah, usually when that? you do that kind of stuff, you get some what are called TIs or tenant improvements. Okay. So you get an allowance to do that okay. to kind of keep your overhead low. And what's nice is that the things that we need to do to it to make it work for us, they're not terribly expensive. So it's okay. a kind of a win-win for everybody. They get to develop some of their suites that will look nice. Right. They get a tenant that will be in there for a good chunk of time that's been you know spot on with everything, yeah. and, and it's all going well. I mean, you, you, occasionally you pay your rent. Occasion from, from yeah. time to time. Yeah. <laughs> so so, um, so then that space that you're currently in will be up for grabs. Correct. And okay. what we will do though is um, when we move out of that space and when we negotiate the new lease, um, I would like to have a, a clause in our lease agreement that will say something to the effect of we get first right of refusal on that suite as well. So if we move in there and decide, hey, we actually do want to keep that other 1,500 square mm. feet and just make this one big you know, smorgasbord of all things dialed, then we could potentially do that. That's awesome. And I think that you would potentially have some time for that because those suites, I mean... I don't. I don't know how to say this without being a little bit offensive. Like they've been op- They've stayed open for a long time. Yeah, that's kind of by design. If you know the people that own this and, and quite a few right. other, there's. It's a group of brothers, and they're just okay. your good old boys. And they've actually kind of kept it that way. And I've actually talked to people that have approached them about leasing that space, and they've told them no because they wanted to use it for like storage. Mm-hmm. So that's what kind of why it's, why it's stayed weird. there, which is odd. But but there, there's not a lot of like foot traffic there, right? Like so you think about certain locations where it's, and, and this is, I think, interesting for your business type where you have, I mean, there's value of foot traffic coming through and, oh, I see a bike. Maybe I'll go in there and purchase that bike. Right. Yeah. And, and that's just not necessarily for this industry realistic. Yeah. Like you're a destination location. Like people are like, I'm going to the bike shop. I'm going here to yeah. be here. Yep. Not like I saw this and I just wandered in. Yeah. So we're not going to get that foot traffic. I mean, we generally, I mean, you don't, we, I don't we think could you potentially, want it. Could, exactly. Cause you're going to get a lot of riffraff coming in there. Well, and it's shoplifting. That's yeah, a real that's thing. True. And if you're in an area where you're just getting a ton of people coming through, it's going to happen even more. And I just yep. don't want to deal with that any more than we it's, have to. It's been a, and, it's been a bigger problem than we anticipated. Yeah. Really? Yep. Shoplifting. Yep. yep. 
it's just, it, I mean, I've got a couple yep. things. I mean, I know I've, I, <laughs> well, I've we'll snagged play, a couple play. things. It's no. all on camera now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just thinking like if you had a place that had more foot traffic, which would be cool because there's some, there's lots of neat things about that. But like, you're just like, then you have someone on the floor that's that their job to do that. And they're, that's all they do. And it's busy. And they're, those people are not really buying anything anyway. And so it's like, ugh. I just think that that would be a mistake. Yeah. But I mean, obviously you look at all the locations and you see what. For where we're located, the ease to get to yep. where we're at from Portland, mm. it's pretty stinking easy. Yeah. I mean, you can be mm. from where we're at to downtown Portland, no traffic, what, 20 minutes? 15, 18 minutes. There's, or something like that. There's so. negatives. I mean, if you think about being selling like a big ticket item, like a bike, and you're right on the border, like the that the, is, the sales tax piece. That, is a, that sucks. Is yeah. a serious. Yeah. So come on, Oregon, start charging sales tax. Dang. Yep. That, that <laughs> would be one option. Yeah. But anyway, I, that... That is tough because there are some really big shops that we have to yep. contend with that are just across the bridge, and, um, and they don't have to charge sales like tax. Now, 10% bonus. Yeah, they're getting hit in other ways, but yep. it's not something that they have to present yep. to their customers. So we, generally speaking, um, when people walk through the doors to purchase something, if it's over a certain dollar amount, we cover the tax yeah. just to make it worth while. So they'll, they'll shop local and they'll stay here. Um, all of our bikes that are not on sale, we immediately just deduct the the sales tax so that they're, they're good to go. Nice. I mean... It's a smaller margin for us, but that's a part of the location that we picked mm-hmm. and where we're at. I have intentionally, for all of the years that we've done this whole dialed thing, have kept the operational cost extremely low so that right. we've got wiggle room to do that kind of stuff. And it it works. It works. It's got to be tight, right? I mean, the bike industry is a fickle, fickle beast where you have ups and downs. And I actually think little things like an American winning Grand Tour you can affect can affect things sure. like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's very interesting to to me to see that industry in the um, in the struggles that it can go through. Right. Like yeah. COVID was a tricky beast as well, where you have this massive, massive demand. Huge boom. Yeah. And then you have the repercussions of that of like, okay, now everyone has bikes and they don't want them, and so you've got the flooded used market. We, yeah. yeah. We we have a we have a flood of like bike inventory not just in our shop but in the bike industry as yep. a whole yeah because everybody tried to catch up with covid but you know what we got this it, little thing called <laughs> bike consignment program that yep yeah works pretty well for that so it, yeah that's awesome and it just it's interesting because it's like those are the bikes but it, it kind of trickles to ev- all the things within the industry like all the components all the things like bike trainers yes. bike all these things it's like if affects all these little different avenues all the way down the line yeah it's it's a pretty cool industry for sure, but it's tricky. It's definitely a difficult one. It is. I've been working in, well, kind of playing in this industry. I'm not going to say that this is work because it still to this day doesn't feel like work. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reason why I chose it. Um, but for, you know, 10 years, you kind of learn how to play the game a little bit. Mm. And you know, like how things flow, you know where to seize opportunities and you know when mm-hmm. to like, you know when to hold them and you know when yep. to fold them and yeah, yeah. walk away and you know when to run, you know, that whole thing. Um, yeah, you, you, you kind of pick up on all those little subtleties. And for for this, like when I came into it, I'm like, I want to try something. I did something else for a lot of years. I worked in one particular industry for 20 years and I owned my own business in said industry for mm-hmm. 15 years. And you learn a lot of stuff and about business and all that other stuff. And in the beginning, it was something that I was super passionate about, but like it became a job to me. It became mm-hmm. something like, I like this, but I don't love it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, when things start to go that direction, it's like, all right, is this what I want to spend the rest of my life doing? And I made a decision and that decision was no. And, 
I also during that time actually was dabbling in this bike industry stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that I'm like, I absolutely freaking love this. And I want to do something in the bike industry that could be both fun and it could be, you know, something that can help provide a little bit of a living and then, you know, help out around the house with my family. But I really, at the end of the day, wanted it to be something that um, I could give to the community mm -hmm. and have it be something that I would want to be a part of and have it be something that, that I would want to attach myself to. And that I knew that I could, you know, help support friends and, and people and acquaintances in the yep. whole cycling community and give back in, in certain ways and help kids out and get more people excited about bikes. And that was kind of like the, the driving force, the rudder for like a lot of Decisions, what we've yeah. done, you know? Yeah. So you it know, doesn't hurt that you have really, really good staff. Yeah. They're fantastic. You're yeah. Really lucky. You got some good people there, man. Yeah. It's, pretty awesome yeah so it's maybe uh, it's not luck but man that's <laughs> yeah you got some good stuff you know we we have like some discussions all the time and we've got our own little like slack channel that we use yep. for our, our lab and whatnot and i was kind of um reflecting on some stuff and i shared with them i'm like you know you guys this like i i don't haven't talked to a lot of people about this stuff but in my day and lance is probably in the same boat as well i've actually employed over 100 people and mm -hmm. I've had as many as 38 people at one time that have worked for me. And, you know, that's all fine and well. But in a lot of cases, that becomes a situation where you feel like, you know, they're your children and you're you're dealing with all their, their crap and their, their BS. Or, you know, maybe they're not even your children, but you know, yeah, yeah. You're, you're dealing with their issues. Their issues become your issues. And not one time have I had that, that feeling with the, the people that I have here. And I'm having more fun working with these people than any other combination of people that I've ever wow. worked with with the exception of when I wasn't the owner, it was me and a bunch of my buddies. And I told them this as well, we were working at a, a local family owned pizza joint and we would, um, we would have way too much fun. I mean, we were getting paid to, you know, sling pizzas and, and fly over town, driving deliveries and heckling each other and just having a blast. I mean, when you're working there with like three or four of your really good friends or yeah, even yeah. your best friends, I mean, that th those were pretty magical times. But in my professional career, the group of people that I am surrounded with that I get to do stuff with on a daily basis is phenomenal. Wouldn't change anything. Yeah. Cool. I'm not on that list, clearly. I know, right? <laughs> Jake, we used to be just like a BMC shop. It was really the only brand yes, we carried for a long time. Sure. And now the there's question. like several other brands that yeah. are incorporated. What are all those other brands? Oh, geez. Um, well, it was just BMC then not too long after because we needed a cyclocross bike and we wanted to have just a little bit more to offer people because... Um, BMC makes a fantastic bike, um, but they are kind of like a premium bike. It's like not mm. everybody's going to want to be driving around a Porsche or Ferrari, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. Um, so we did bring in Cannondale, which has a more diverse lineup of mm -hmm. bikes. So we did bring on Cannondale, and they had cyclocross bikes. And so we kind of felt like at the time that we had the whole gamut covered. Um, pandemic hits, and all of a sudden you can't get bikes from anybody. Right. And, and it was really hard to get anything from Cannondale for years really couldn't get anything. So, um, you know, you start kind of reaching out, you start doing your research and, and, you know, pandemic settled down. And then all of a sudden, like everybody wants to, to partner up with you because you've reached out to them or they yeah. see what you're doing and all these other fun things. And there was a point in time where like, all right, well, yeah, let's bring on a couple more options here. Cause, um, I, I still like Cannondale a lot, but you know, where are they headquartered? Cannondale. Oh, geez. Um, well, they got, they, by, they got bought up by Pong. Um, oh, okay. so okay. I think that that's a, a European company okay. or a Canadian company, but whatever it is. Um, anyway, so Canada liked them a lot. They're, they're Connecticut. They're Connecticut oh. now. Wilton, Connecticut. Maybe that's like the original but, location for, you know, 
they started selling Cannadels at REI. Nothing against REI. I think it's a fantastic company. Yeah, um, but I don't want to be competing with nope. REI. So we still are connected with them. We can still get bikes with them. We still do from time to time yeah. bring them bikes. We just don't stock any. But um, we, we kind of looked at, like, what would be a good complementary brand to BMC that covers a wide spectrum of bikes that has really mm. good stuff uh, across the boards. And so we brought on Scott Bicycles. Yeah. Um, so it was BMC and Scott for a while. And then there was another one that I had reached out to, and they finally got back to me, and I was very stoked to, to have the opportunity, and it was um, uh, Santa Cruz. So we brought on Santa Cruz, but when right. you get Santa Cruz, you also have the option to bring on Cervelo. So we brought on Cervelo as well. Oh, really? And there's a couple other things out there, too, like the Envy bikes. Those are things that we're going to be carrying. And then the the um, the guys over at 3T want us to carry their bikes, and they're trying to yeah. push pretty hard to get us to— They do um, interesting stuff. They do, to bring some stuff in. And it's kind of like you don't see those bikes everywhere. And to, no. to have it here would be kind of unique and— that's like when we had the BMC. Like nobody around here was riding BMCs when when I first started riding, yeah. and it was a company that I always respected, and they had a great pro tour team, and they they covered the full gamut of everything that we could potentially want. Um, so, so, yeah, it was just kind of cool to be able to like bring on all so of these things. How are Santa Cruz and Cervelo connected? Do they are they owned by the same yes. parent yes. company? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. So, I think Cervelo. If if I had to just make like a blanket statement, like. Over the years, with the variety that they have, I think they make the best triathlon option for people. The P5? No. Or just, just the P bikes just, in general? Just that the whole TTs? series of bikes yeah. for people. I think they make a good product. I think they make a very nice bike. I think they have like good service plans. I think they customer service seems okay. Mm -hmm. And it's just like all seems like, yep, this is yeah. a really, like if someone was like, I'm going to buy a Cervelo, I'd be like, that's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I've kind of, well, Cervelo's tough too because they're freaking expensive. Like yep. BMC is the, they're kind of the, the Cadillac of bikes. And mm -hmm. that's something that internally, I don't talk about this to too many people. I'm kind of struggling with. I've talked with Lance about this, but it's just like year over year, the prices have just, they've yeah. greatly outpaced inflation, if you ask me, with certain bike manufacturers, BMC being one of them. And I still think it's a premium bike. I still think that they make some of the best bikes on the planet. But I mean, their, their top shelf, um, TT bike? Have you seen the price tag on that thing? No, they just announced a new thing with like I know that they just announced speed a new machine. One. Yeah, it's you have no idea what that thing cost. Um, Would you ever in a million years pay twenty three thousand no. dollars for a bike? Me? No, <laughs> it was like I, it, that's great. I would struggle to pay that much for a car. Yeah, right. I, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> that's more money. Oh, granted, that was a lot of years ago. I don't want to date myself, but that's more money than like my first three cars cost combined. Yeah. So, but I mean, they did develop it with uh, the Red Bull Speed the Labs. one series, remember, yeah, all that stuff that they've, they've been pushing. They've done a lot of cool stuff there, yeah. but I'm like, how do you justify $23,000 for a bike? I, I don't know. But in, in the same breath, I mean, someone you've got your, uh, your team machines, like, it used to be like your top shelf, your most expensive bike was hitting that $10,000 mark. And yep. now those things are creeping up in the fourteen dollars to $15,000 range. It's like, how yeah. how do we justify that? And like we're looking at frame sets that are strapped up with like your top shelf, you know, Dura-Ace or your top shelf red stuff. And they've got the exact same frame as like two, maybe three years ago. And, and the components really haven't changed. Nothing's really changed, but the bikes are like three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 more. I'm like, guys, what's going on? What, yeah, what is so going expensive? on? But I don't know. I, two each I their own. I completely agree with that. So I, I don't know. The things in the bike industry are a little out of touch. I don't like to say this. I don't want to see things like this happen. But like when you have market corrections and all of a sudden like the yeah. the bike companies are like stuck with all of this extra stock and they're kind of having to like make these sweetheart deals to get people to buy bikes. Yeah. 
I kind of like seeing that because I think it's a little bit of a reality check when they're getting a little too ahead of themselves. But mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my sense. And I always well, I mean, want to look I, out I, for the best interests of the people that are in the like community. The, that BMC, yeah, the partnership with, you know, um, the F1 series thing, it's like, oh, man, that was yeah. a deep, deep hole they dug. Because they'll be, they'll be able to sell a couple of those. Yeah. I mean, you got to you got to reach around and look around for the right dentist right. people that are into <laughs> right. triathlon, and you're done with triathlon. So, yeah. so well, that that's their whole that's their whole <laughs> customer base. Well, that was the whole demographic. Yeah, and, now and you're I'm out. you're switching to yeah. running. So, yeah, BMC makes a pretty fantastic TT bike. Um, yeah, they've the got one looks good. They they only offer three models right now. Three. The that's a, their entry. They're we're not. We're, we're, but that's you can't of, really call it an entry thing. But their their least expensive bike. Yeah. Eleven thousand dollars. Yeah, no. Their middle not, of the road is like sixteen or seventeen thousand dollars, with their top shelf being twenty three thousand. dollars It used to be that you could get a good TT bike for two or three thousand yeah, bucks. Yeah. Used to be, <laughs> and now I, and if you get to five, that's like those are supposed to be middle tier, like I don't know, good options, yeah. like with good components, I'll take or whatever. But yeah. that's getting makes me lot. it makes me not even want to look at TT bikes because I do want a TT bike at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, did I answer your question. Yes, it did. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. But right. I think people would be interested in that for sure. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Matt? Um, I'm sure. I feel like I had a couple more questions. But I got now, a question. Now I'm drawing a blank. Go, Go ahead. Uh, personally, Jake. Sure. If you weren't broken and had... Personally, a- are you single? <laughs> I'm just asking for my friend <laughs> from Canada. Friend. I'm just... Okay, if you weren't broken and had a good six, eight months of solid training, what are the races that mm, you would really like to focus on or like to win? Triathlon, I think, is what. <laughs> Did I answer for you? The Columbia River Triathlon. Because <laughs> yeah, that's, no. that's the one. All of them. You want to know why? Yeah. I am fast. To give you a reference point, I'm somewhere <laughs> between a snake and a mongoose. Yes. And a panther. <laughs> that's why. More more office references as well. It's perfect. Step brothers and office references. <laughs> um, I... I feel like I kind of had my heyday in road bike racing and I've, I, I, there's only like a couple road races that I didn't win yeah. at, at, you know, various different levels and whatnot. But, um, I, I, I'm, my belly's kind of full there. I'm satisfied. I still love it. And I still love the team dynamic of it. And for, for road racing, if I can go out and do a road race and support a teammate, no joke, I'm going to get more joy out of supporting a teammate than yeah. I am going to be winning a race. And yeah. I'm not just saying that that's, that's the honest to God truth. So, I, I mean, is there a road race that I want to win? Sure, I'd rather see somebody else win. So going back to like that question on a whole, gravel racing and mountain bike racing are something that I, I really desperately need to and want to get back to. Um, I originally came from mountain bike racing. Yeah. That was like that used to be my jam. You and used I used to have to, a handle on something. It was MTB Jake or something. I don't remember. Yeah, what was I, that? That used to my Instagram. Was it Instagram? Yeah. Is it still your Instagram? No. It's, it's Dial, Dial Jake, Jake now. Okay. Um, so I, I, I don't. I'm not saying that I lost my identity as a mountain biker, but it's, I mean, God, it's coming up on a year in November that it, since I've had a mountain bike. And that just, oh, that eats at my soul a little bit. I'm, yeah. I'm dying a little bit inside because of that. So I want to get back and there's all of these great mountain bike races that we have to listen to freaking Lance Hepper all over here, come back and talk about, you know, this and that and the other. And I won this one. I'm like, pretty cool. There's I'm, a lot of good races. I'm going to have a mountain bike. I'm going to get this stupid hip thing figured out. I'm going to get my shoulder thing strengthened up and I'm going to go out there and give Lance a run for his money in the, the 50 year old category because next, next year, 
I turn 50, and I wow. will be able to race next year as a 50-year-old against Lance Hepler. So, okay. Man, um, you don't I look go. a day over 74. <laughs> there you go. Yep. <laughs> if you see his x-rays, it's more like 84. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's up there. It's definitely up there. All right, quick question. Any any new camera stuff or fun things to, to talk about that way? Oh, geez. Is there anything that you would look in like, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind having a new gimbal, tripod, camera lens? I... I kind of want a new 360 camera. I oh, love really? my Insta360 X2. Yeah. That thing is fantastic. That's what I have um, too, I think. They, yeah, I think you and have, have the same one. They, they have, have one a nicer one that came out about a year yeah. ago, and I'm waiting for the generation after that. But mm. I'm also waiting to see if, because uh, I've seen some whispers that GoPro might come out with a Max 2. So I think a Max maybe, 2, like 360? Correct. I've heard rumors of some that, things like something that Something that could potentially come out. And I'm curious to see if they're going to be able to hold a candle to what uh, Insta360 is doing in the 360 game right now. Because those cameras, they're a lot of fun. Um, I, you, the resolution them still is a that little is bit lacking. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. It's just, but but you're absolutely right. They're yeah. a lot of fun. You can do some neat things yeah. with them that you can't do yeah. otherwise. Another one that I I almost pulled the trigger on was that um, the Insta360 Go 2. That little the little yeah, guy that the comes that it's got, exactly okay, so yeah, yeah. those things like oh my gosh I'd like you could do so many fun things with those yep you know you've probably seen the the guy that has his cat and you put it on his cat's collar and his cat mm-hmm. went around Didn't like all day long and did all kinds of cat things and went down and edited the video <laughs> it was hilarious and oh, it was so awesome. fun to watch him like you, you just you you were left wanting more I'm like what's a cat gonna do next you know <laughs> like I could put that on my little dog or I can put oh, it on my funny. kid or just you know strap it to Lance and he not know it and follow the lances yeah. but um there is I'll take it one thing that might be happening maybe kind of working on some things behind the scenes about um connecting with a company called sony um oh yeah i already got some ends there and we're Ooh. thinking about maybe trying to play in that sphere a little bit but the problem is is the origins aren't good so i don't no, know if it's worth getting in there but we could potentially do it without much overhead at all it would just be getting product but I, I don't know. I, I would love to be able to work with that stuff more. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. That's and cool. That would afford us options. To I know, right? You and I would expensive. be like, It was yes. more of like a self-serving thing. It's very self-serving, <laughs> and we'd be all about that. Um, yeah. Other than that, I, I, I don't really... I, I, I feel spoiled, and I, I hate saying it, but I, yeah. I have everything that I need. I'm kind of like that, My too. problem, and yeah. what I've told myself is you're not allowed to buy anything else mm-hmm. until you go start making freaking content. You have to do that. And I, I I did go out and spend 400 bucks on something like two weeks ago. You want to tell us about it? Brand new GoPro? No. <laughs> it's the the new wireless Go. Um, oh, yeah, the wireless Pro. Go too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm selling my old stuff, and I, I got the new ones just because I love those things. They're fantastic, but it's got that 32-bit float on there, and that was some issues that we're having. Things were getting too hot, so yes. you can kind of play with the and, audio a little bit more. And also the other thing about the old Go ones is you don't know very well like what's recording and where it's going, and like, yeah. the indicators of like what's happening are yeah. really unclear. Are these yeah. microphones? Yeah, yeah. microphones. Okay. Yeah, so this is a total side side shuffle from like what we probably should be talking about, which is bikes. But new podcast coming new soon. New podcast coming soon. <laughs> sure. All right. Any last questions? We'll leave you alone, Lance. Good work. Why are you so ugly? <laughs> Just hit the <laughs> tree. That. Hit the tree on the way down. All the branches. <laughs> every every branch. single one of them. Percent of the time, it works. Every time. That oh, doesn't make sense. Sixty percent of the time, that works every time, Lance. Um. Yeah, I'm beautiful. I don't you know are beautiful. About. Beautiful. <laughs> so pretty. There's a song about pretty it. ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Who's gonna go next week? We're gonna let let's do this right now. Matt. Okay. Lance Rochambeau. I'm, I'm ready to go. Okay.
One. Are we doing on three? Yeah, let's start over again on three. One, two, three. Oh, okay. Do I win or lose? Well, Matt, you, you get to call it. You get to pick. Oh, yeah, I'll take Lance. Lance is going to go next. I'm right. going next? Yeah. Tune in next People week. need to put their questions in. What do you want us to ask Lance? Because that will be... Yeah, and if there's White any questions boy. that you want to ask any of us, myself included, we'll be happy to, to cover that as well. Sure. I don't know. I just, I think it's kind of fun getting to know people it's a little good. bit better. Yeah, that's and true. I, I kind of have always been a little bit of an inquisitive person, and that's why I like to sit here in my seat doing what I do, because a lot of times I get to ask you guys questions, and I don't ramble on. Well, I, I do ramble on. Anyway. We have to record before Thursday, because I'm going to Bend, though, on Thursday morning. Okay. Why? Why? Because there's races. Why? If I can actually race, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, take care that back. All right, let's do the one last thing, Matt. Go. Okay, just released a video talking about the Apple Watch Ultra 2 versus, or it's kind of like a should you upgrade kind of thing. Spoiler. Filmed on location. Filmed on location. In Cupertino you should, at the spaceship. You should see it just for that reason. Yeah. It was very difficult for me to like film myself there on location in front of people. It was and just all bad. there's people everywhere. And I, I mean, and just like as I was doing it, I just didn't feel natural and I just didn't know what, I was very awkward. And so go see how awkward I was well, on that particular video. You were good. I think you were good. I, and, you were good too. I could see you and, and Ray were kind of like looking a little bit around, just a touch maybe, yeah. I think, or maybe well, it was him that I was watching. I was holding the camera for Ray and people were just like, Walking in front of the camera like half the time, and, Seriously? and then they, yeah, and then they would apologize, and we were like just laugh it off. I'm like, no, you're on, you're gonna be on YouTube now, whatever. Ah. Like, you'll be YouTube famous. <laughs> All these people are on YouTube already. For right. like, that's <laughs> why they're there. But we had fun, uh, but yeah, no. Um, so check that video out. The spoiler is that the Apple, like the Apple Ultra, both of the Apple Watches that they've released, they're not that massive of an update. Not big huh. changes. Yeah. It's I mean, there's neat stuff. Yeah. Like, there's neat stuff. Like, there's this new double tap thing. That thing looks kind of cool. cool. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's super cool. I'm definitely interested in that. Um, and then people are like, well, there's an accessibility feature that does that also. This is different. The chip that's built into it has more machine learning, like, built directly onto the chip. So it can kind of figure out gestures and things a little bit better than some of the previous models. It is interesting. Is a cool feature. We'll see where Apple takes it in the future. Cool. Um, so, yep, check out that video. And then, of course, I will get to work on editing the Guess That GPS watch, which I actually think might be more fun. I think it's going to be about a 20-minute video, so maybe a little bit longer, but it's it's kind of fun. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, it's with, fun to see those guys all your like new friends. laugh around and yeah. figure out, try to figure out Why stuff. Why did you film your video on? I, I used... Um, A7 III? E a7S3 is oh, what I've been, I've been filming with that for a couple couple years, maybe, kind of when it came oh, wait, out. Oh, the A7S3, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. A7S3, I that's what I and I used say, a 20-millimeter um, lens, so it's wide, uh -huh. and because there's kind of like the four of us sitting around at the pool, basically, yeah. at the outdoor pool for the, the hotel we are out is there. Is that what you at, did? At your, midnight. We're being loud at midnight. So Is that what you did with your recap video when you are there, too? Is that what uh, you shot on? I shot on a 35 mil on that one, and I didn't have a tripod because Apple like confiscates in anything. So I like put my camera on like the edge of some ledge and like Ooh. tried to balance it and then... <laughs> tried to get like okay and the exposure's all off it's just not it's not my style of like i like things to look okay and i'm just like oh this video is bad so 35 mil on that one okay cool yep. thanks cool. with a little shotgun mic thing on top yeah which is also not my style gotcha hepler yes you one last might thing. end up dead you might end up dead is my middle name <laughs> what about jay i don't know her middle name is <laughs> Lance friggin' Hepler? Yes. Might end up dead. I might end up dead. What's I, up? That's a good chance of that. 
Uh, I, I'll be racing my bike uh, this weekend at the Washougal Motocross track, but Look doing Lance. doing cyclocross and then shotgunning beers in between. Mm, <laughs> yes, I'm sure I will. Um, I, that's my plan is to try to race. We have races on Saturday and on Sunday. We're having a huge team party on Saturday. I'm sure Jake's going to talk about that in just oh, yeah. a minute. That better be your last thing. Um, maybe but, one of your uh, one of your one last things. Yeah. But I don't know. It it really. I don't know how well I'm going to be able to race. My back is jacked, and we my back. My back. My back. It's <laughs> jacked in the back. <laughs> Can write a country song about that, Lance. Yeah, that's it. Cool, dude. I hope you feel better. Thanks. Don't don't. <laughs> please don't kill yourself. Please don't kill yourself. <laughs> well, my life's pretty good. I don't. You yeah. have a great life. I just don't want you. To, I want that back healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lance alluded to this, and this is my one last thing. There is a two-day party out at Washougal this weekend to do a bunch of uh, cyclocross racing, and it's going to be a blast. Um, I'm really looking forward to Saturday because we are doing a team party out there. So it's uh, all hands on deck. Everybody, come on out. We're going to do a party, and it's going to be a bunch of bike racing and heckling and just hanging out. And the party component is going to be from 11 to 2, but you know people will be there early. They'll stay late. It's going to be an all-day affair. Mm. Um, but I'm excited. Um, I really haven't announced it to the team yet. Lance kind of knows this, but we're going to be handing out some awards to teammates, oh, which is going to be cool. a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that. Um, I am also so come to see if you get an, an award. award. Exactly. I'm, that's the only reason I'm going to be there. I better get an award. <laughs> you better something psychosy. <laughs> something. <laughs> yep, and we're the team's gonna be bringing a bunch of food and drinks and treats and prizes and That's stuff awesome. like that. So, Would there be shotgunning beer? Uh, that Probably. might happen. Probably. Um, I I did find out that the beer is okay. Beer's okay at yep. the at the Washougal so Motocross track. We will have some of that out there for teammates, and if they're not drinking it, and you're listening to this podcast and you're thirsty, come on by because we'll have a beer for you. Yeah. Uh, until it's all gone, because I don't want to take anything home because I don't really drink much beer. So. I got a beer right here in front of me that... That's a non-alcoholic beer. Oh. That's a, I think Lance should open that up and take a sip right now. I'm not going to do that. Come on. <laughs> so disgusting. You won't like it. I, I Matt already, will finish it. I'm not. I would finish it, but I've got a... <laughs> I don't want to go to go coach like, like, like go coach teenagers. Breath is really reeking of alcohol again, <laughs> just like yesterday. <laughs> well, morning practices are tough, guys. Alcoholism is funny. <laughs> it's like really bad that I just like <laughs> we just no no chance of me not making fun of myself <laughs> right. and my alcohol problems. Exactly. Oh man. So come on out. Seriously, come on out and just if you're not going to race, that's fine. Come out and spectate. Yeah. Bring your cowbell with you. Bring your best heckles. Look up some and make a list if you have to, and, yes. and go out there and have a good time. Uh, have some food and drink, and just uh, run around and be married. I think that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm and very jealous. I'm very angry, angry that this is the date. You <laughs> could have chosen Sunday, and I would have been there. Uh, and you said you're gonna be doing. I'll be in like cross country. Gotcha. Fort Stillicombe, where they have the they had nationals in 2019. Yeah, yeah. If you're coming out, three words for you: treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yourself. Treat yourself. Come on out and say hi. Man, we're killing it with the TV show references today. Nah, movie, TV shows. That was Seinfeld last week. Smorgasbord this week. So. Yeah, it's good. Right on. All right, we will be back next week with another one of these. Thanks for listening. And until then, bye for now. Bye.